Hello. Hello. And um, we are 12 hours in. Yes, this is episode three of what well, earlier I said I was optimistically calling season one of 24 Bauer Party People. Um, I don't know if it's optimistic or pessimistic to think that we'll do it again. I hope not, but by God, we're going to do it, aren't we? Uh, almost certainly, almost certainly. Um, oh, no. We have uh, we have entered what can be described as um, a dark period. Yeah, no, we had... Um, I, I entered Sleepy Zone about two hours ago, and then I came through Sleepy Zone, and I'm in my second wind a bit now. However, I'm starting to degenerate into the, like calamity arc of this podcast where we have a bottle of vodka on the table in front of us that is thawing because somehow Sam has managed to freeze a bottle of vodka. Something that I previously considered to be physically impossible. So we were going to pour some vodkas before we started recording, but in order to stay on schedule, we're now having to wait for the vodka to thaw whilst recording this podcast. So we might end up pouring it halfway through the episode. I'm happy to announce that we are now up to four dammits. Mmm. I have an ice cube for each dammit uh, in my glass, um, which will probably have melted by the time the vodka is, uh, is drinkable. Um, so I, I'm going to be, I'm going to be real gang. I have no fucking recollection of what's happened in the last four hours, really. Um, I, I, I will remember as we go on, probably. Uh, I remember a waitress who yeah. is very funny. Uh, yes, well, she is... Shit, no. Okay, so uh, at the start of this, where we last left well, you... Yes, well, when, when we left our heroes, um, Jack Bauer was being taken into um, custody by the Secret Service yes. while shouting into an earpiece um, that they shouldn't email his wife. Yes! <laughs> I can't believe I didn't see this earlier, but Jack Bauer is such a fucking wife we, guy. We've we, we realised that we, we knew going you know, from almost instantly that um, uh, David Palmer, he, uh, he's, a, he's a wife man. He's a, wife, a real mm. wife guy. Uh, Jack Bauer, he hits all the hallmarks. He, uh, he's frantically annoyed at... Uh, at the men that hang around with his wife. Mm. He's got a bit of a rocky relationship. Uh, Nina from CTU, who he had hooked up with six months ago, uh, is the spitting image of his wife. Yeah, no, she, she's just his wife with longer hair. But only slightly longer. Yeah, yeah. Like, they both look like Sigourney Weaver. And, like, what we've realized, we were discussing, like, Nina's jawline at one point, And I had the terrible, terrible realization that Jack Bauer has a type, and I am Jack Bauer's type. Uh, like, I, I'm actually genuinely quite disturbed, because we realised this about ten minutes before we started recording the podcast. And, well, I, I'm really quite angry that I am Jack Bauer's type. Uh, I'd be slightly more vocal, but I'm currently letting my vodka drip out as it melts. <laughs> so eager am I to begin um, what... Will inevitably be seen as uh, the downfall of this podcast and the reason why there are only four episodes. Uh, <laughs> but I. <laughs> no, give me the fucking vodka. What? Jesus Christ. I'll pour yours first. Uh, Slancha. Well, um, so, Jack Bauer uh, is uh, taken into custody by the Secret Service. Mm -hmm. And they say to him, Did you try and kill? A presidential candidate. And he says, well, yes and no. <laughs> well, it depends who you yeah, talk to. Yeah and, they, yeah, and they said, well, did you have a very good reason for it? And he said, yes, I did. I genuinely thought George was going to turn up, like, trank guy again and be like, now, come on now, I've got to take you into custody. He's like, no, no, I had a good reason for it this time. And it's like, oh, one of these days, Jack, you're right. going to have no good reason for it. Well, one, one, one day... You will stop having a reason for it that's better than any reason for which I've ever done anything. <laughs> the the show really is a vector for creating situations where Jack Bauer's actions are morally justifiable. They very um, they they contrive scenarios 
where Jack Bauer's response seems proportionate. Mm. Uh, there are there are more of these as time goes on, where it often seems like the the writers' room did actually attempt to make a moral dilemma. Like, and someone's going, "Well, couldn't you just do this?" And and to which they include a character then having a line being you know, like, "Well, and we can't do this thing." But anyhow, he he uh, he gives the secret service the slip after uh, one guy's like, "Well, if you you know, I'll look the other way for a few seconds if if your wife and daughter are in danger." Uh, at which point he then runs away. Uh, he does a video game maneuver. Yes, he um, he runs through a. Um, this is still at the factory. Um, we've we decided one it's of, like a loud noises factory. Yes, it's it's one of Los Angeles's many loud noises factories, where it seems to make nothing in particular except. No, no, for, it's a power station. Remember, like the, the mitochondria is the power station of the cell. Style ass speech from last time. Well, they oh, they call it they, they call it a power station, but it was clearly filmed in a loud noise factory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he runs through a steam corridor. And starts he, just, he just starts whacking the steam corridor to make it make more steam. Yeah, it, it, it genuinely seems like he's just running through one of the... Uh, he's running through one of the mid-levels of dead space. Oh, lovely. Uh, Coke for my vodka. Yes, he's good. I think he's really going to come are. through on the microphone. Yeah, sorry, uh, listeners. It's desperate times. Uh, it was desperate times call for double measures. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you see, he then he then runs out, and the first thing that he does is he then um, hijacks a car and kidnaps a woman. Um, <laughs> yes, he kidnaps the most amazing woman in the entire podcast because she's the only one that doesn't look like his wife. Yes, oh, uh, her, yeah, her name is Lauren. We can tell because she's wearing a "Hi, my name is Lauren" badge. Yeah, she like he gets in the car like with a gun. That, and, and goes like drive and like she takes them to a building site and they sit in like the cabin. Yeah, they sit in a little porter cabin. <laughs> he gives her like a sob story about everything that's happening, so that the viewer, if they haven't tuned in earlier, can like work out what's happening. Um, oh, and they also mention that he's had some kind of history, um, you know, in in the in the CIA. Mm. And. Uh, and David Palmer is told, yeah, and that, the guy that, we, that was arrested was called Jack Bauer. And he goes, hmm. hmm. Jack he looked ba- like he recognized like, Bauer yeah. at some point earlier, right? So, hmm. Jack Bauer, Jack Bauer, Jack Bauer, Jack Seems Bauer. Seems familiar. Where do, I, where do I remember that name from? And, like, I joked that, like, um, like Palmer, Palmer says he recognizes the name. And I've written here, is Palmer ex-CIA? And then, like, at some point shortly afterwards... One of Palmer's security guys comes back and is like, Bauer has like a typical, typical agency file, a lot of gaps. And then like Palmer's like, was one of those gaps in the summer two years ago? And there's the same piano noise, I think, that's like, we were having sex in Santa Barbara. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> like, that, that, that one fateful weekend. <laughs> so is he also like fucking, we, we joke that Bauer has a type, but is his, is the, is his, Type also, David Palmer? Is that how they know each other? Well, he, he's, a man can have more than one type. <laughs> it can be, um, uh... maybe he enjoys strong jawlines and, you know, white and very pale skin. But he also enjoys um, a statuesque frame and a baritone voice. Mm, yeah. Palmer's a but, handsome guy. Like, oh, he, he, he I can't blame him. He, he's, you know, um, He's got a real politician face. Yeah, he does, yeah. Oh, okay. Meanwhile, fucking kidnap town, USA. Oh, yes. Just these these whole four episodes are just kidnap town, USA. His wife and daughter are sitting in a barn, giving blowjobs to the guards to get phones, and then they're ringing, ringing up Jack, and Jack is like, stop, don't. Don't stop! Stop emailing my wife. And stop it. They uh, CTU. So they start to get a, a trace on it. Yeah. Uh, CTU are still hunting Jack as a fugitive, but everyone just kind of reckons he's probably a good one. Yeah. Apart from the dummiest woman in the entire world that they bring in to like take over instead of Jack, like they bring in a replacement for Jack. Uh, is her name Green? Uh, Alberta Green. Yeah, and she's like. 
she, she's basically walking around like, I'll put all of you in jail, you motherfuckers. Like, um, I don't care. I'm whiter than what I'm like, what Jack Bauer is supposed to be if he played by the rules. Like, um, she's, she's outstanding, actually. Um, but you, you, call her, you call her the dormiest woman. We, um, we did gloss over the fact that um, Nina, while interrogating oh, Jamie, did... The, like, lesbian head tilt. The, like, look me in the eyes yes, kind like, of... Like holding, holding her... Holding her, her jaw. Yeah, fuck. The, that got me, actually. I was like, oh, shit. The, the hello kitten. No, not even. No, not even. That's, like, very much a... Like a like a, I interpret that very much as like a strong lesbian maneuver. Like I have deployed that one myself upon occasion, um, and, and it is very effective. <laughs> it's, as an it's, it's, it's one technique. of the hidden arts. Yeah, that's that's your kind of enhanced interrogation. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just have to be hot enough, and then they will just tell you things. And anyway, it doesn't work because um, because Jamie kills herself. So. Um, oh yes, Jamie. Um, there's a pretty gnarly blood spurt. She, um, yeah. she cuts her wrists on a, on a mug. <laughs> They're like, we're going to bring your son in here. Your son's not going to like it when we show them that you're a criminal. And then she immediately kills herself. It's like, okay. Yeah, she just kills herself with a mug. Yeah, and they're like, what, what, so what are we going to do with... What are we going to do with her ugly son? <laughs> like, they're like, do you want me to send the son in? And they're like, no, no. Send them to... Send him away. Send them to St. Abominable's home for homely children. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, oh fuck! Right. Anyway, back to Lauren. Who I want to talk about Lauren because she's hilarious. While they're in this cabin in the building site, Jack is like telling her, like, "Oh, my life story is X Y Z." They've got my wife, and they won't stop emailing her. They, they, them. She's sucking them off for phones. Uh, he then, uh, and he, like, he then also <laughs> mentions that he hasn't slept in twenty four hours. Oh yeah, and then he quickly falls asleep, and like she like gets up to leave, and he immediately sits bolt upright and points a gun at her, which is just amazing. But <laughs> Sam, Sam said that if I start falling asleep, that's what's going to happen to me. Yeah, oh no, if, <laughs> if I start falling asleep, and 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 Jesse gets up and tries to leave, then. I don't know where I'm going to find a gun from, but like Jack Bauer, I will improvise. <laughs> um, and uh, but she also then has a wonderful thing. You know, so he, he said that you know, his wife and daughter are being held hostage by terrorists who are attempting to kill <laughs> a presidential candidate, and and they may have something to do with him having been in the CIA years before. And she's like. Yeah, well, other people have problems too. Yeah. I just came off the most horrendous night shift. No, and she says hellorific night hell-orific shift. Hellorific night shift. And in 45 minutes, I've got to go to court for, for a DUI. DUI of which I'm guilty. <laughs> I was like, oh, Lauren, and so she, I am on your side. Yeah, and so she, she then turns to go and you know, and actually she's about to open the door and leave. Jack Bauer just points a gun at her, at which point she then apparently seems to really get a little bit of perspective yeah. on her problem. But also, he does this shortly after saying, I'm not going to shoot you. Yes. And she's like, all right, then I'll just leave. And then he's like, no, 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 I take it, I take it back. <laughs> like, I will shoot you. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, 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 and he ends up trying to get her to go and um, bring a car to him. Yeah, and she just immediately leaves and goes to the cops. Well, yeah, she she leaves <laughs> and starts going the way that he directed her. And then while he's looking out of the window, he sees her just stop. And you can just see the gears turning at her head. She's like, hang on, this is bullshit. Hang on, he's like, he's never going to get me from here. What? Yeah, so she just then walks over, you know, the 20 metres to the police and just points up at the porter cabin. Uh, at which Wait, point, which we got a damn it. Yes, we got a, we got a damn it. And that was, oh, I, that was very gratifying. Mm. Oh, also, they're calling Ira Gaines a lot more now. Like, they're calling him by his surname. Yeah, um, which is, they, they, uh, at one point, refer to him as Mr. Gaines, mm. which is what people refer to me as when I'm at the gym. Oh, mm. never then. Uh, well, I've never actually once stepped foot inside of the gym. <laughs> but I intend to. Yeah, well, no, you should. Well, it's, it's, as, as soon as I have... It's all right. As soon as I own any shoes that aren't either formal dress shoes or Doc Martens that go up to my knees, then mm. yes, I will. Mm. Um, uh, fuck, what the fuck? Well, what uh, else have we got well, here? He, he, he course... then, after the police come after him, he he legs it away, and hide, he then hides under a car for a while. The, I've got here that Jack is pulled over by a personified hedgehog cop. 
Yes. Um, he looks like uh, what a hedgehog would look like in uniform. Uh, I, I thought he looked like if Patton Oswalt uh, was play- was the model for a villain in a Studio Ghibli movie. Mm. Um, mm. It. And then they drive around a car park. He does a thing where he like pulls into a car park, and then like Jack Bauer deploys his new, uh, like his new attack that he's learned, where he does the frog thing to throw himself like onto the ground horizontally, but he does it near cars. Now, now Jack Bauer's thing is he can get down near cars. So what he does is he gets under a car, and this foils the Los Angeles Police Department for long enough that. They leave. Mm, he has a fair, he has a fairly long phone call under the car. Oh God, no! He's down there for so long. Remember, this is in real time. He's down there for a good ten minutes talking to his wife and daughter on the phone, like, and uh, nobody hears him or like cares. Um, though his, uh, not long afterwards, uh, the the doofy guard um, at the uh, kidnap town. Uh, oh, we got yeah, we've got like a new bad kidnapper who's like a complete dingus. He, he's kind of like um, he keeps leaving shit everywhere. Like he, he let he let the wife steal the phone because she was giving him a blowy. At some point, he leaves his gun on somewhere. So um, so the good kidnapper just gives them his gun. Uh, that guy's gun. Yeah, like and, uh, <sighs> he then later comes in looking for his phone, uh, and. <laughs> and they just say it's not here. And he goes, "All right," and just leave. <laughs> but as he then later on, he he comes back, and then it starts beeping because it's on low battery. And then uh, oh, a scuffle ensues, uh, and uh, wife Bauer pulls her gun and pulls the trigger, and it it doesn't fire. Which we think... I have a theory as to why this is. Yes, we think it might be a congenital or like a. No, I think I think Jack has taught her how firearms operate because I have noticed something that Jack Bauer keeps doing and it's he keeps holding people at gunpoint without his weapon cocked, like the hammer is down. So he, he can then cock it dramatically. Yeah, so he often does this thing where like when they won't play ball, he like cocks the hammer back with his thumb, which... I mean, okay, so he's keeping the weapon with a round in the chamber... With, without the hammer engaged, which I, I don't know if that would be so much of a thing nowadays. Because, like, my, I mean, firstly, every Secret Service person uses a Glock nowadays, so they don't have hammers. So, you, like, the, the theater has lost this maneuver. Um, but also, like, it's just a very stupid thing to do. So, I think what has happened here is that. Mrs. Bauer has like learned how to do firearms from Jack. So when she's holding this guy at gunpoint and then she pulls the trigger, nothing happens because she hasn't had time to ratchet the tension up enough to yeah, she, she pull need- back the hammer on her Beretta. She needs to threaten him first. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, he goes straight to, I'm just going to grab the gun. So, so when she pulls the trigger, nothing happens. Yeah, so, so- Luckily, he drops his other gun, which she then picks up and shoots him with. Yes. Uh, and well, uh, at about that time, CTU broadly work out where they are, mm. like uh, within a twenty-five mile radius, because of the trace. Because they cut the phone off, but like they can work out enough. We then get a shot of Jack Bauer short King um, when he's trying to drive out of his. Um, it's when he hide he hot wires he hot another wires a shit car, yeah, um, and. He has his eyes about five centimeters over the steering wheel. <laughs> it looks, it's clear that he's lying down while driving. Like Jack Bauer from this, his heavy attack is lying down in or near cars at this point. He does this a lot. Yeah, he's um, he's really realized that he's optimized for horizontals. Oh fuck! He was doing it in the car with Lauren as well. He was lying down in the car, pointing yes. a gun at her. Yes, he was lying down while making her drive. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no! Um, yeah, no. It's, it's he has two techniques. One is horizontally move and then and then go on the floor, and the other is remain horizontal while adjacent to a car. Um, uh, what else have I got written down here? Well, um, I've got. We'll get what? to Palmer. 
Um, what? Oh, there's a lot of seventies cop show music in this. Oh episode, yeah, uh, these uh, few episodes. At one point, they go absolutely hog wild with a double bass for a fair while, and then there's just kind of um, a bass guitar just kind of murdering itself. It's a real kind of. Mm. Uh, and the the fun thing about this seventies um, cop show, like Starsky and Hutch ass music, is um, they'll often play it while something frantic is going on on one pane, but they're showing something else on another. So you can just watch the calm pane and you'll get like, and it'll just be like four people that are left. Uh, um, yes. Yeah, so uh, at CTU, after Jamie kills herself, they check her emails and they find that she'd been in contact with this one fellow. Uh, so Jack goes, uh, goes to his office, just misses him. And as he goes down in the lift, Jack Bauer, he races down the stairs, smashes the fire alarm, and then before the automatic reset comes off, uh, still keeps running down the stairs. And they do show him frantically sprinting down flights of stairs and flights of stairs, while they, in the split screen, it is just four people waiting in a lift. Yeah, they're just, having, they're just going... And we, we both found ourselves transfixed, not by the lift. Because it was almost... Um, experimental in a way if you yeah. chose to believe that was all that was on screen it was like it was like that one bit from evangelion i have never seen it it just this will severely annoy some people it, listening i think it just has a still frame of two people in a lift for about 30 seconds in silence where nothing changes hmm interesting yes it so yeah cinematic parallels 24 and evangelion <laughs> Uh, there, there will be more. I haven't worked uh, out what those will be, but I'll be damn sure to, to shoot on them in. Uh, um, but I, oh yeah, no, we get introduced to, because of this. Also, the email that Jamie gets is all encrypted, but the subject line isn't, and the subject line is the name of the guy that Jack is chasing down, which feels like an oversight on behalf of the mad European villain that we are introduced to, because there's a new fucking villain, you guys. Yes, we find out the guy who's paying Gaines to do everything, and he's um, uh, he is a nebulously European man. He's from Norway. Yes. He's from Central Europe again. Uh, so he's, uh, he's nebulously European, and well, it turns out that he wants David Palmer and Jack Bauer dead on the same day because they're both in Los Angeles uh, Los Angeles at the same time. It's two well, he doesn't want to take another flight. So yeah. he doesn't have to come back and, yeah. and do it twice. He's, come on, uh, get it done. And yeah, he's, he's very annoyed about everything. And, so he effect- and he says, you know, oh, it's personal for our, fam- for our family. Which I've written down, is this guy the dad of the kid that Palmer's son killed yes this is this stupid subplot with palmer's son is still going on and oh it kicks up even Um, like uh, they still haven't leaked jack shit but like yes the um they're after the attempted assassination uh, palmer's wife goes to the media and the the lady that was going to uh, run the story and says can you give us a couple of days and she's like Fine. Uh, at which point she then nebulously talks to uh, uh, Palmer's shady fixer. And a group of men with very silly names, they talk about the kid's therapist, who is apparently the source. He, he, mentioned, he has a name that sounds like it should be a slur. Um, I can't remember what it is. It's like Fuggadoony or something. I, 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 don't, like, I don't want to attempt it because... I know for a fact if I attempt to uh, to come up with it, I will end up just accidentally saying some slur that I've buried in my subconscious. It's like it's a name that sounds like it should be muttered after like Yamuk. Like, yeah, 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 we were we were like it was just. Oh, it's uh, yeah, Doctor George Far- uh, Farigano. Yeah, there we go. Maranya Farigano. Oh, it was just like. And, and, like, this guy, we actually get introduced to him finally. And, like, they show him and he's like, I can't tell you about your son, David Palmer, because of doctor-client privilege. 
And Palmer's immediate response is, didn't stop you telling the media, though, did it? Which is a very good point. Also, just so you're aware, doctor-client privilege does not extend to covering up murder. The two things that it does not extend, uh, doctor-client privilege or confidentiality, the two things you are not allowed to conceal are crimes that have harmed, uh, that, that generally, like... Abuse, which I think would include murder. Yeah, crimes. Um, cli- crimes serious it, crimes ser- you are not yeah. allowed to conceal. And like uh, like crimes of a sexual nature. So it's like violent and sexual crimes you are not allowed to conceal. Or if somebody is um, threatening to harm themselves in a severe way, you uh, you are supposed to tell people. So it's again, it, it it makes very little sense. But um, what makes a huge amount of sense is the fact that the the council of silly named advisors they decide that the best way to um, is to uh, is to kill the doctor, mm. which David Palmer hears about when one of them is very you know he, he very shocked and you know he's uh, you can't kill them you yeah he can't get, kill the man yeah, he gets a he gets a case of the vapors uh, doesn't he find this out whilst being screamed at like he's a member of a teenage boy band by his fans yes yeah it, it's it's a real one direction situation yeah he gets out of the car and there's like a bunch of people being like ah, woo! it's that specific sound of like you know the first five minutes of a hard day's night mm. it's he, god I was like I was really surprised to hear this I was like what on earth is going on. Um, anyway, I'm assuming that the, uh, so, so we, we, Jack's maneuver at this point after chasing an elevator is to like tell the guy's driver that he is a federal agent. And then I assume disappear him in some way and get in the car himself. So that when this guy gets in the car, this guy like Coffle gets in the car well, like it's Jack in the car. So like as, Jack as, is, as the driver, Jack is fake taxiing this man. CTU as really just a pornography ring yeah. continues to make sense. It's the cock torture unit. That's like, yeah. Um, and he uh, <sighs> he ends up uh, threatening the chap with our first proper enhanced interrogation yeah, of the series. But it's the dumbest one possible, because he rings Nina and is like, give me like a background on this guy so I can torture him, please. And like she's like, oh, he's you know he's highly driven. He'll probably respond better to uh, threats of pain than actual pain. And like he's you know he's rich and ruthless, but he does have a heart condition. He's like, yep, I've got his medication. And like he does the interrogation with like a towel. He says, if but he, like he rolls this towel up and he's like, "I'm going to put this down your. I'm going to fucking shove this down your neck so hard, sunshine, you'll turn into a fucking goose or something." Yeah, it's, 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 he's saying it's, it's Russian gulag torture and things. But if you put the towel, if you wet the towel and force it down his throat all the way, then when his stomach starts to digest it, and he then pulls it back out, then it'll pull the stomach lining. This out seems with it. very stupid to me. It, like, I, I don't believe that's real. Like that, that, that's such a stupid torture. I'd be like, fuck off, mate. Like, you can't get a towel down me. How, what are you going to do? Reach in from the other end and pull it through? It, it How d- are you going to do that? It, it does seem like the kind of thing that would have probably happened once as a drunken bet. That I would have to swallow that. Like, and I'm sure you could make me swallow, but like, you can't make someone swallow something that flimsy. That well, like it just won't happen. When you've got a wet towel and you want to threaten somebody with pain, you threaten about whipping them across yeah, the arse. No, that's what happens because he's rolling this towel up like he's about to whip him with it, and he keeps wetting it. I'm like, is he just going to whip this guy in the ass? Have you heard is of the he Russian gulag? About like, uh, and the other thing is he keeps getting out of the car and like whipping the bonnet of the car <laughs> with the towel, <laughs> like looking back at him. It's like Jack Bauer is like turning the towel dial and looking back at his <laughs> victim for approval. Like, Is this doing anything for you? <laughs> like, oh God, it's like, it, and, and anyway, this this does not fucking work on the he, guy. Well, he, he, then, he then goes back in and... Because um, he's trying to find out where his like wife and daughter is. He's like, I need you to give me the location of my wife and daughter so they'll stop emailing them. Um, and like, 
he's just he's just like I'm not telling you jack shit, Jack. Yeah, he's like I man. Well, well, how how does he end up? Um, how does he end up convincing him? Um, I don't even remember. I remember oh no, I'm sorry. No, I remember. Um, uh, the man he uh, he opens out the sort of seat bit. Oh, uh, he's got a knife! You know, the car seat in the back on the on the middle between the seats. You know those things? Yeah. Um, he unfolds that, and there's a, a knife hidden in there. And so Jack Bauer is like, oh, just an accountant who's got, you know, this very specific brand of knife. At which point the guy then starts... He, he effectively breaks kayfabe and brings out a Serbian accent from nowhere. Yeah, yeah. No, it really is a Serbian accent from nowhere. Yeah, because, it, again, it is a Norway accent. Yeah, it's all over the place. Because he was speaking with, you know, just a regular American accent. And then... He starts hissing that um, you, know, you will pay at Jack Bauer. You which, will pay, Jack. And Jack Bauer responds by, uh, well, you're on you're the dick punch from earlier. Mm. This is a very similar technique, but rather than the dick, it's kind of a, a throat punch. Yeah, to this man who has a heart condition, who immediately starts suffering a heart attack. Um, whilst whilst also choking out like mad Serbian nonsense at him, like he like in a in like just <laughs> whatever whatever you can assume you know um, was a Serbian insult in like eighteen hundred that they found on Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, and Jack is like, oh, you should probably take your pills. At which point the guy is like, oh no, fuck you and your pills. And he spits them out um, and effectively just dies out of spite. It's not, I, I feel a bit unfair now because it's not really a Norway accent, but it is like, it, it is like a uh, a bandit from Stalker. Yeah, I was about to say. It's like fair. gone to that school of, it's like nebulously. Gopnik. Like, it's not like... Yeah, like, uh, at this point, Jack Bauer could conceivably find out who's actually a secret, you know, one of the bad guys, by just in a crowded room, yelling, blow out soon, and seeing who reflexively starts running for cover. Right, <laughs> um, so they, he, having just killed their only lead, he figures, oh, well, this guy was on his way to a meeting. I will just prop him up in the back seat. He weekends at Bernie's. Yes, he, he genuinely weekend at Bernie's him as he then drives to meet um, Kevin, uh, Kevin, whatever the hell. He's fake one guy. Yeah. Why not do it again? You see, uh, Kevin Carroll, the man that he was going to meet, he goes over there, at which point Kevin Carroll then gets in the back of the car. And oh my God, it's the man who pretended to be the friend's daughter's. Yeah, no, it's, the daughter's it's friend's fake dad. dad. It's a mugger's dad. It's, so it's, it's fake dad in the fake taxi. Yeah. We have got. We're, I, we're, we're hitting and crossover levels. I, at this point, Bauer is like, you're the guy who fucking emailed my wife. We, we are five minutes away from Jack Bauer getting stuck in a washing machine while his parents <laughs> aren't home. And like, he's like, you're damn right. And then his, his, I emailed his, your wife. And then his stepwife and then comes he, in. He like rips his pistol and fires like all of his magazine into the clearly bulletproof window. There is a clearly bulletproof window after the third shot, at which point Bauer just starts like doing donuts in the car park and like breaking quickly to like have this guy beat himself up in the back of the car because he's not wearing a seatbelt. So he's just flying around. It's yeah, like, he, it's, he, it's so funny. He makes a great point of reloading. But not putting his seatbelt on. Yeah, it's so good. Like he just keeps tumbling around, and like the dead guys flopping around back there too. <laughs> it's it's like this guy's like fake dad's in like a tumble dryer. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like the stupidest possible way of like knocking someone if, out. And if you've ever seen Bauer does it. If you've ever seen that GIF of um, pairs becoming bruised in transit, um, imagine that. But it's a it's a man. And his an improper packing has rendered him susceptible to high bruising. In, um, it does. The other thing is that whilst he's being shot at, Bauer generally like he he looks through the glass at him like uh, he gives him a fake taxi ass look. Like I was half expecting him to do like the like the YouTube zone drop and just be like, why don't you shut up before I come back there and slap your tits? Yeah. Like I was expecting that kind of like. <laughs> 
Um, if, you, if Jack Bauer could do a smog anime girl face, <laughs> this would be it. Jack Bauer, fake taxi is just him. Like, I, I want Cockney Bauer. There is a London 24, isn't there? Yes, uh, no. 24 <laughs> colon live another day. No. Or, or to give it its acronym, 24 lad. Oh! Dare it become more British. 24, don't nonce my wife. <laughs> like, oh God. I, uh, <laughs> that's, that one's going to be painful. Mm. If we get that far, that one's going to be painful. No, if we get, if we get to season nine. We're beyond pain. It's season nine. Uh, there's but, nine seasons of this? Yes. Uh, yeah. I thought there was eight. Well, just think after after season seven, we can just start singing the Bare Naked Ladies one week, and that won't be the dumbest part of it. The dumbest part that we will have actually spent a week. Oh, um, Jesus Christ. But anyhow, so um, David Palmer is like, oh no, they probably... I don't like the fact that they're going to try and murder this doctor. Um, and so they, they decide to go and he and his chief of staff decide to go to the doctor and be like, hey, man, um, these guys are going to murder you on my behalf. And they get to his office and there's been a gas explosion. Oh, yeah, but he rings the doctor first yeah. and is like, hey, dude, um, like some people that work for me are going to murder you, but not me, though. And, like, the Doctor correctly interprets this as, like, a threat. He's like, are you threatening me? And, and, and Palmer's like, no, no. No, he's like, I'm I, not threatening you. I'm genuinely not threatening you. And he's like, I'm interpreting it as a threat. Yeah, yeah, like, yes. <laughs> David Palmer is not good at not uh, at navigating this particular thing. Like, he's, he's very earnest and genuine. But what that effectively means is, imagine if he walked into a... People uh, assume he's a cold motherfucker. Imagine like, if he walked into a shop and he said... Oh wow! This is a lovely place you've got here. It would be a shame if something were to happen to it. Yeah, <laughs> and you'd be like, "Why are you threatening me?" And he's like, but he's just so like he's baffled by the idea that he might be threatening this dude. He's like, "What? No, no, what? I'm trying to tell you what? I'm warning you, dude." And it's like, the guy's like, "I'm, I'm, I'm, I'm like a black belt in karate. <laughs> Leave me alone." Uh, so they kill him by a gas explosion. Uh, apparently, yeah, uh, and he's also burning all of his records. Mm. Uh, so David Palmer's Machiavellian wife, she strikes again. Yeah. Presumably, we don't actually know who killed him, but it, it it's implied it's someone to do with his. I guess he, uh, his advisor, his advisor, he fires his uh, the, the his main advisor who uh, told him about, uh, well, very specifically undenied. Yet they were going to murder the chap. And when he later um, spoke to him, he mentioned that, you know, I, I, I never worked for you. you. know, you and I both worked for them. Them being, like, nebulously defined vested interests. Mm. Um, I'm, like, I'm going to be honest. The Palmer storyline sucks. I have no idea what's going on. I don't really care. Uh, it's, it's, it really, you, you get on board for, for the wife. It's 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 come for the presidential candidate. Stay for the wife, who is just like imagine Lady Macbeth, but like if Macbeth had absolutely no interest in murdering Duncan. Okay, yeah, she is a bit like that, but also just like I don't care. I want more Bauer running around on his dang. He's always on his dang phone. His phone bill will be massive. Well, um, he. Um, he's the- just the the entire of these four four episodes. He's basically driving around on he dang phone uh, throughout the first season. Um, Kiefer Sutherland and the actress that plays uh, Mrs. Bauer. Uh, they they hardly ever actually acted opposite each other, but the way that they filmed the or the way that they um, did the phone scenes, they actually did have the other actor present. Um, <laughs> Yeah, just so that they could make sure that it was, you know, authentic because they had so many phone scenes to oh, the point where to the point where she actually they, they they spent a lot of time together, just mostly through scenes where they weren't physically in the same place. Oh, yeah. That makes it so much worse because I'm imagining like Jack Bauer just hovering in the corner of the fucking barn that they're in the entire time they're on the phone to each other. Well, let's go back to the barn. Um, after. After beating up fake dad, 
um, with the fake taxi. Uh, Bauer gets him to tell him, uh, he, he makes him instruct him uh, the, to drive to the, uh, to drive to the compound. Uh, just as they're, they're starting to pack up the compound and, and move everything out because uh, the, nebula, the nebulously uh, the nebulously European chap has moved in and he's decided to bring things in-house. Mm, but he's like a biz... Can we talk about this dude a bit more? I think we need to describe him. He's like... It reminds me of like... There's a Blairite he reminds me of. Oh, um... Because his hair is like... Andrew Adonis? Maybe. His hair is like white and... But like in, he looks like a badger. This dude. Well, um, uh, he's he's the actor um, Zelko Ivanek, uh, or Ivanek. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's a really good that guy. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's this dude. Yes. Sorry, I've just seen a picture of him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I've seen him in other shit, but he just doesn't look like that normally. He's wearing glasses yeah, in this, um, and he, like he looks very different because of them. Yeah. Um. He's well, he he's been in again just a. Uh, a, a ton of stuff. You, um, if you, if you've seen him in something, you would then recognize him here. Yeah, and as that guy. I mean, I didn't. I completely didn't recognize him. But the, yeah, um, no, he's like a business dude. I get the you get the impression that he's like a rich business dude, but he could also be agency. The, um, yeah, his name is uh, his name is Dranek. Uh, what is it? Or is it Dravik? It's one of the two. If this is just going to be some mad Russian plot, then I'm going to be so mad. Drazen. There we are, that's... Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Well, we do find out that um, uh, David Palmer remembers where he recognises um, Jack Bauer's name from and asks if he has any missions from two years ago. Yeah, this is the lovely weekend in Santa Barbara. Yes. You mentioned this. Um, it's uh, the lovely weekend in Eastern Europe. Mm. Though um, uh, Zelko Ivanek is actually Slovenian, so um, he is wearing Serb face in this. Ooh. Is it is it wearing Serb face or is it like like stealing? I feel like somebody in the series is probably going to literally wear a Serb's face at some point, and then we will eat those words. Well, I, I already know when that does or doesn't happen. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, well, uh, so Jack ends up getting to the compound, and uh, he he calls up CTU because CTU say, "Can you please come in?" What with you know being a fugitive for trying to kill a presidential candidate, and he's like, "Yeah, in a bit, in a bit." Like <laughs> George is on the other end, going like, "Come on, Jack, you got it, you got it." He's like, "No, I've got a good reason for it," and it's like, "Oh, okay." Heard again, like another twelve or thirteen times. He even says, "Don't send in backup." Oh yeah, I don't want backup. Oh yeah, he, said, well, he says, "I don't want it to be another Waco." Yeah, you could turn this into another Waco. But we like, know that we know the reason he doesn't want more CTU there is because he's suspected that other people at CTU haven't actually received training because they're all practical jokers. Yeah, this is just. I reckon that Bauer got back from his like nasty mission in Serbia, and his wife like he wouldn't calm down. He was like oh, this doing is what... like a guy at a Milsim style. He was like Jim. He yeah. was turning into Jim, Jim from, from the, the colony. colony. Like he had to like he had to be calmed down. So the way that his wife tried to calm him down was to form this porn unit. And this is why she kicked him out of the house. <laughs> why she kicked him out of the house for six months to um so she could turn the living room into just a big Sorry. cork board with um you know pins and string to to plan out this whole. Mm. But uh, well. Long story short. That means she planned out. This is a porn unit. That means that she planned plan, out she giving plan, the kid out giving a the, blowy. Yes, in uh, stealing his phone while giving him a sloppy toppy. Oh, no. Uh, as the... Uh, well, the, the good kidnapper ends up taking one of the vans they're moving everything out in, goes and picks up uh, the, the Bauer ladies. <laughs> Bauer still does not have his gun cocked. Uh, yeah, because Jack has just gotten to them at this point. Uh, oh, yes, and they find fake dad. Uh, the, the bad guys find fake dad when one of them goes off for a piss. 
and, and finds the car, mm. uh, where he is incredibly comically uh, tied in place, uh, upright, he's, he's, unconscious, with, with the, the seatbelt, seat yeah, like wrapped around his face, like he's kind of an eight-year-old trying to make a mummy out of toilet paper. <laughs> uh, and they they give chase, um, and the van, uh, which is filled with, uh, and is filled with ordnance. Uh, very quickly, uh, they they blast the shit out of it as the as our heroes try to drive away. So Jack Bauer just cuts the fuel line and shoots it, turning the van into a bang bus. Uh, and we and we well we end with them running into the middle distance uh, as Good Kidnapper uh, has gotten shot. Yeah, he does this. The Good Kidnapper like. <sighs> Jack is like, hey, you know how to use that thing? And he's got like an Uzi. And and Good Kidnapper is like, yeah. And then he's like, cover me so I can cut the fuel line. And Good Kidnapper immediately reveals that he does not know how to use an Uzi. He's firing it from the hip. Like, he's trying to cut down down distant trees. Mm. And then he gets shot while they're running away. And then like, Jack like picks him up and is like, Go! I'll stop the bleeding when we get out of these trees. But like, his wife and daughter have like run away using like a satellite map that he's given them. Like, and uh, so they've escaped. So there'll be no more blowies for Mrs. Bauer. Well, the um, the, the, the day is young. We have twelve hours to go. <laughs> no. But um, poor Mrs. Bauer. I do think it's in. There is actually one thing that. Uh, uh, an oversight that we need to correct. About 10 minutes into the first episode, when Kim, the daughter, goes missing, Jack calls up her ex-boyfriend. Oh, fuck. We forgot to mention this. And and, like, we got we got halfway through the like the last episode, episode we just watched, and I went, fuck, we forgot to mention it. Uh, we see this guy with kind of like... He's like got like... Frosted tips. He's like the most two thousands guy ever. He's listening to like, like, l- like the two thousands equivalent of Trivium, like like a just a shit metal band. And it, it's it's like n- new metalcore. Mm. Uh, and he, well, the phone rings. He reaches over, cigarette in hand, to pick up the phone. At which point, you see across his back, in giant Celtic font, is the word Irish. <laughs> when you noticed, you went, fuck, what? Like, <laughs> uh, now, this chap is called Vincent. Uh, he, I gather that he will be coming back because you know his name. No, I know his name specifically because he's not coming back. Oh, fuck, no. So they have an extra... So this, the chances are this guy literally has a tattoo. This actor that played this minor role, literally probably has a tattoo that says Irish across his back. Uh, there is actually, um, in a in a later season of 24, um, Jack Bauer, he, he has a visible tattoo. Oh. And rather than spending ages in the makeup studio every day, he just, Kiefer Sutherland just got the tattoo. What? Yeah. Because it, it's quite an intricate one, so... What? Yeah, he just got the tattoo because it would it was easier. Okay. Uh, although, um, because typecast much, um, because of the you know the, the, the gimmick of the show, uh, they actually requ- I think they might have mandated that all of the actors had to go and have another, they had to go and have a haircut every five days. Just that their hair. Oh would- fuck yeah! Shit, that must have been so hard for them to maintain. Yeah, so we actually find out the. It was a, their hair remains perfectly coiffed throughout because they had to actually repeatedly have people fix it. Oh, the, the other thing talking about perfect hair is that you showed me a picture of Kiefer Sutherland when he was like, suppose like this young heartthrob. Yeah, about, about eighteen or so. Earlier, that I didn't believe that he came. I I believed that he came out of the womb aged forty. Um, and when you showed me that picture. His face has not changed. He looks 40 just with the hair of an 18-year-old. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's like 
somewhere I feel there must be a portrait of him getting younger. Mm. God, no, you're right. No, he's. It looks like that. It's. It's very weird. Like. Uh, yeah. No, I, I'm. I'm losing it a little at this point. Well, we, we're very tired. We've had to break out many of the energy drinks, and. I believe we're starting to get towards the end of this episode. Yeah. God, no, I have to go and watch more of this shit. Well, these, these were the hardest four episodes to watch because nothing happens. Well, we are now at the halfway point. The, the, the funny things for me were, the, were Lauren. Lauren is fantastic. The, the new heavy attack that he has developed of lying down in cars. The, the funny 70s cop music and like... The like the, the fake taxi shit was phenomenal. Yeah. But other than that, it was a very boring four hours. Well, we've what well, we've gotten into the part where um, there are, there are lots of big or just kind of out of nowhere plot developments, like you know, shocking plot developments. And uh, we've got the we've had the beginning of Jack Bauer doing some really just questionable things. For instance, the um, uh, the old towel trick, threatening mm. that. Uh, and which to me means we've we've now started to watch the show Twenty Four. Mm. Mm. Now the real game begins. Oh fuck! So um, four more hours of this shit. Yeah, and and that four more hours until the next podcast. <laughs> it is one forty four a.m. Well, the following will take place between one forty-six and what, probably like four fifteen. Oh, Jesus! Okay, right. Let's continue on. Let let. Us- I hate Jack Bauer. I hate him. I, I he's driving me insane. Well, all I can hope is that he continues to say "damn it" because I have sworn to have one drink of vodka uh, or a, a vodka shot for every "damn it." Uh, so we're currently at four, and well, if at some point I stop keeping track of how many damnits he's had, just assume that it must have been a lot in that case. Oh fucking hell! Right, okay. I'll send help. Uh, boop, boop. And until next boop, time, boop. don't email my wife. <laughs>